Welcome to Words to Encourage, the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church of Grove City, Ohio. Everyone needs encouragement. We all need to be uplifted. With today's encouragement, here's our pastor, Stan Slater. Welcome to Words to Encourage. This is the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church. We are located in Grove City, Ohio, and I'm Brother Slaybaugh. Well, good Tuesday to you. Hope you're having a great day today and enjoying the spring-like weather that is upon us, and uh, we'll take it, and let's just take it right on into March, and let's get spring underway. I'm ready for that. I hope you are as well, and uh, we're marching into the month of March now, and uh, we look forward to a great, great month uh, coming up in March. February's been fabulous for us, and I love my church month. It's always a highlight of the year for us, and uh, special Sundays each week, and uh, we'll finish it up tomorrow night. Um, with one more testimony on Wednesday night, and uh, then we'll head in and turn the calendar over on Friday towards March the 1. All right? Listen, if your Bible's nearby, John chapter 4. John chapter 4. I'm going to begin reading verse 46, where the Bible says, So Jesus came again into Cana of Galilee, where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then said Jesus unto him, Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. I want to stop right there, and I want to focus on that statement Jesus made. Jesus has already met and spoken to and saved the woman at the well. Many have come out to hear Jesus, and many more believed because of his word. Not only because of the woman's word, but his word. Two days goes by and he departs Cana of Galilee and goes to Cana of Galilee where he did the first miracle at the wedding of Cana of Galilee. A nobleman, which is a ruler, comes to him and says, my son is sick at Capernaum and and I want you to come down and heal my son. He's at the point of death. And Jesus makes his statement, except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. Now, this nobleman, for the rest of the story that I didn't read, he did believe the word Jesus spoke unto him when he said, Go thy way, thy son liveth. He believed it, and his son was well. He got home, and he said, Well, when did he start getting well? It was the same hour Jesus spoke to him. But I want you to focus today on that statement. Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. Many people hurry to see signs and wonders. There's an eclipse, total eclipse, coming up here soon. Oh, people will flock to see the signs and the wonders. Uh, Sometimes you'll see uh, a piece of toast with the face of Jesus or something, or the face of Mary, or uh, just, just, and the money pours in. And, and it, 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 it's unbelievable uh, what kind of a crowd will gather. Why? Because they want to see signs and wonders. And Jesus said, except you see signs and wonders, you won't believe. Let me make a couple statements for you. Number one, let me let me settle something with you. God is a miracle-working God. Creation is a miracle. And he spoke everything into existence. He God said, and it was so. God said, and it was so. God said, and it was so. Over and over again. You go through the book of Exodus, and they leave Egypt, and they come to the Red Sea, and the waters part, and they go through on dry ground. And then God drowns the Egyptian army in the Red Sea. That's miraculous. For 40 years, he leads them through the wilderness, and their clothes don't grow old. Their shoes don't wear out. 
He provides for them man in the morning and water from a rock. I mean, miracle after miracle after miracle. Elijah calling fire down from heaven. Jonah and the whale. Three Hebrew boys being delivered from the fiery furnace. Daniel being delivered from the lion's den. I'm saying God can do anything, anything, anything. God can do anything but fail. God can and God does do the miraculous. Miraculous in creation. There's miraculous in salvation. It's miraculous Savior. We have a miraculous book in the Bible. There's a miraculous place we're going to called heaven. God is a miracle-working God, no doubt about it. But let me, let me make this statement. Number two, I will still believe God even when he doesn't work miracles. I'll believe, I believe God does signs and wonders, but I don't need them to believe him. Noah labored and preached 120 years. And nobody believed except his own family. Eight souls got in the ark after 120 years of being faithful to God. But he still believed. He still believed. Peter was delivered in Acts chapter 12. They had prayer meeting asking God to deliver Peter. But let me remind you, the day before, James had been taken and they beheaded him, killed with the sword cut his head off, but they still believed. John the Baptist was faithful to the Lord. There's never risen a greater born of woman than John the Baptist, but he had his head cut off, but he still believed. David Livingston went to Africa, trusted God for his protection. It is said that he had more scars than skin, but he still believed God. If, if you were Jim Elliott and you and your friends were killed and eaten by the Aka Indians, would you still believe? I was just a 29-year-old pastor when I watched a 33-year-old mother die of cancer and leave a 5-year-old and a 2-year-old behind. But I still believed. Oh, we all believe when he heals. We all believe when he rescues. We all believe when he provides. We all believe when he protects. We all believe when he delivers. We all believe when he shows signs and wonders. But will you still believe if he doesn't? Will you pray three times like Paul did for God to remove the thorn? And if he doesn't, will you still believe? When you see a Macedonian vision and a man saying, come over and help us, and you get there and you can't even find a man anywhere, they said, well, there's some women down by the river. And you go down and the woman gets saved and her house gets saved. And then uh, a young damsel gets saved and they, they, you upset the rulers of the town and they have you beaten and thrown in prison. What sign, what wonder does God not, does God not do for you, for you to give up on God, for you to leave God? What requirements do you have for God that if he doesn't meet, you're going to walk away from him? Job had everything. Job was blessed. And devil, the devil's accusation was, God, you take it all away from him. He'll curse you to your face. And God said, okay, you can take it. And the devil took away the wealth, took away the business, took away his children. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Job said, I believed in him when I had camels. I'm going to believe in him when I don't have camels. Job said, I believed in God when I had sheep. I'm going to believe in God when I don't have sheep. Job said, I believed in God when I had wealth. I'm going to believe in God when I don't have wealth. Job said, I believed in God when I, when I had dreams, and, and I'll believe in God when I don't have dreams. I believed in God when I had children, and I'll believe in God when I don't have children. Hey, I believed in God when I had my health. I'm going to believe in God when I don't have my health. 
Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Where are those kind of Christians? Where are those believers today? I gave you two statements. God is a miracle-working God. But in statement number two, I will still believe God even when he doesn't work miracles. Number three, faith is acting on the revealed will of God. See, faith is not passive. Faith is active. It's believing God. It's taking God at his word. Act upon it. My faith is not in signs. My faith is not in miracles. My faith is not in wonders. My faith is not in healings. My faith is not in gifts. My faith is not in prophesyings. My faith is in the word of God. The nobleman thought the most important thing is heal my son. But Jesus said, no, the most important thing is for you to believe my word. And once he trusted the word of Christ, his son was healed. Do you know why cancer took that young mother? I do not know why, but I trust him. Do I know why my son had to have a kidney transplant at 18 years of age? And another one, I don't remember how old he was when he had the second one. Two kidney transplants, but I still trust him. Do I know why babies die? Stillborn? No, but I trust him. You see, I don't need to see signs and wonders to believe and to have trust in God. Why, why, why do people need to see signs and miracles? Because their faith in his word is weak. If you, if you have a small God, you'll spend small time in the Bible. If your view of God is small, you'll be small in your time, in your prayer time. See, that's why Job could say, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Why? Because Job also said, I esteem the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Word, his word, more important than me eating. His word, more important than me sleeping. His word, more important than my TV. His word, more important than my, my, my computer or my phone or my, 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 my social media account. Oh, that we'd have a generation of believers that would say signs and wonders are no signs and wonders. Miracles are no miracles. Deliverance or no deliverance. I believe God. I trust in God. Not all signs and wonders. Not all signs and wonders are of God. One young boy was called, thought he was called to preach. And he preached a sermon. It was pretty awful. It was hard to bear for the people who were listening. And some of the members of the church questioned him. After he was over, some of the men came and said, How do you know you're called to preach? He said, I was out in the field, and I saw these letters written across the sky, GPC. And I knew it meant, Go preach Christ. And one of the older men in the congregation looked at him and said, Son, I think what God meant was, Go plow corn. <laughs> and not all wonders are of God. But I want to remind you of something. When you go to the book of Revelation, chapter 13, and the Antichrist comes on this earth, and he's deceiving people, thinking that he's really the Messiah, how does he deceive them? Revelation 13, the Bible says, and he deceiveth them, Revelation 13, 14, he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. He deceives them by their miracles. Oh, my friend, I'm not going to be deceived because my heart is leaning on the word, the written word of God. 
My faith has found a resting place in the Word of God. Oh, there ought to be Christians who say, I love God, I trust God, I believe in God, I serve God, I follow God, and I don't need signs and wonders to believe. Except ye see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Remember what the man in hell said when he's having the conversation in Luke 16? He said, send Lazarus to my father's house. I mean, if one rose from the dead, they'll believe. And, and Abraham says, no, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. They have the word of God. Put your faith in the word of God. My friend, don't be one of those who must see signs and wonders to believe. No, I believe God and I believe his word. And that's all I need. I don't need signs and wonders. Oh, God can do them. I know he can do them. But whether he does them or not doesn't affect that I believe him. I'd much rather believe his word. That's what you put your faith and confidence in, not signs and wonders. All right. Well, hope you have a wonderful Tuesday. I'll look forward to tomorrow. Of course, that's Wednesday, and that is going to be church night. And of course, as I said, it's the last Wednesday night of February, so we'll have another testimony. And we'll look forward to our broadcast tomorrow as well. And I'd like to talk to you about receiving God's guidance. And I hope you'll tune in tomorrow for the broadcast. Until then, this is Brother Slateball reminding you, be good to everyone, because everyone's having a tough time. Thank you for listening today. If this broadcast was an encouragement to you, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us by email at pastor at bbcgrovecity.org or you can call us at area code 614-875-2190. We invite you to visit us at the Bible Baptist Church at 2758 Home Road in Grove City, Ohio. Our service times are Sunday morning at 930 for Sunday school and 1030 for the morning worship service. We meet back together at 5.30 for our evening service and on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. We also host the Bridge to Recovery Ministry, a faith-based recovery program bringing transformation to hurting people and our community. We meet every Thursday at 6.30 in the evening. You can find more information at our website about this and other ministries of Bible Baptist Church at bbcgrowcity.org. We hope that today these were truly words to encourage. Words to Encourage is paid for by the generous members and supporters of the Bible Baptist Church in Grove City, Ohio. The joy of serving Jesus with a smile, a bright sunny smile.